Real quick, we have something fun for you. We created a free Feel Good 5 checklist. These are our five go-to why not turtle steps we implement on the regular to feel good every day. A turtle step to us is something you can easily do on your worst day that will move you towards the life of your dreams. We developed this podcast to feel good through self-help and community. And if you're ready to start feeling better, here's what you need to do. Go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. These are the best feel good tips we found and you're going to get so much value from them. Again, go to our website, askyourself-whynot.com. Click start here for a free instant download. Why not start feeling good today? What's up, Why Notters? Good morning. This is Shay. This is Jayla. And welcome to the Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. The place you come where you stop asking yourself why. And you start asking yourself why, why not. not. So glad you're here. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, we appreciate you guys so much. We're so excited that we're back in the swing of things and yeah. just ready to bring some more good content to you. Hey, do us a favor too. If you really like our episodes, it really helps us out if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just give us a five-star review. Helps us be seen by more wine owners out there. Even if you want to leave a comment. If, yeah. you're, if you're ever wondering how to support us, um, that would be a really helpful way. And then also to share our episodes with your friends and family. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. That would be fabulous. So today we're going to catch up on a couple of little things. And then we're going to go through um, a common question that we get around limiting beliefs that hopefully will help you start to think about and identify those a little bit more and challenge those as well. Yes. But we've been up to a couple little things. You did your Reiki master training. Congratulations. I did. I did. Um, it was a little bit some time ago. Um, and fun fact, actually, once you're master level uh, in Reiki, you can actually teach it. So you should. Maybe you can teach me. Well, um, I'm going to practice and stuff a lot. That's not a route that I'm wanting to do yet. Um, but the the... Katie, who I got trained with, she's running another round of Reiki 1, Reiki 2, Reiki Master, and I'm going to ask her if I can sit back in on the Reiki Master 1 again, just to, just because I'm a nerd and I like to re-school myself, so yeah, then maybe. Well, I saw that we just got back from our daughter's dance competition at Kalahari, and I saw Jayla doing some Reiki hand motion. Heck yeah, I did. To the, uh, to the dancers. And I think it I was sending energy, positive energy. I believe that helps for sure. I think in the dance world, this would be huge mm -hmm. because there's so much of that nervous energy as well that you could just help. Oh, yeah. It's all about just um, healing your energy and just like calming yourself and clearing your chakras. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's all good stuff. Of course, you know, some people may be like naysayers about it but I believe in it and I think it works they actually the first time I ever heard of Reiki um was when I was taking my mom for uh cancer treatment yeah. up to Cleveland Clinic and my mom was receiving Reiki Reiki you know yeah um so 
It's even practiced in the medical world. All the time. So that's what I, for my job, I call on oncology clinics and they always have Reiki masters mm -hmm. that work at these oncology clinics and uh, it helps patients feel better for sure. And it helps them in their healing journey as well. Absolutely. So that's exciting. I haven't done too much practicing. Is there really any like key aha moment for you when you did it? Well, I think if anyone is interested in ever going that route, I think your environment really will play a part in being able to settle in and really, you know, tune into your energy and mm -hmm. to really focus and everything. Um, and I was actually talking about this at my house a couple of days ago, how I really want to transform a room in my house that is just like dedicated to meditation, breath work, Reiki, and like yoga. Oh, that would be a dream. Yes. You know, and, um, I might have to change my closet, which if y'all know, I changed my master bedroom into my closet. So I might be doing that sometime, but yeah, I think the biggest thing for me in this whole thing is just really knowing that my environment plays a huge part in any of this mindset work Yeah, or energy work, anything. Yeah. Um, so be thinking about that. Well, think about like, we just got back from Kalahari and that oh. environment is so overstimulating from the morning to the end. And the kids love it. It's a lot of fun, but being in that for several days, I recognized in myself that yeah. I, my nervous system was on overload and I needed a little bit of space for myself, um, away from all of that action and that activity. So you're exactly right. Creating a good you know, space or working in a good space really can elevate your energy. No, it can. It's best. Yeah. And I, I can't, I really can't like completely tune in and zone out everything unless mm -hmm. I'm in a dedicated uh, nature. I can be in nature. Nature's great. And I was yeah. thinking about like that Calamari thing too. All of your energy goes to like, just getting through that environment versus oh like, Versus like healing. <laughs> I remember the last night we went and ate at that, that restaurant and they were playing like club music. And oh I, gosh, I, before yeah. we even ordered and I just kept following myself in my head, like I'm doing this for the kids. Yeah. I'm doing this for the kids, but I could, it's just constant, like stimulation. Yeah. I think that's really good to recognize. So if you, and I recognize with my chef, myself and kind of gave myself grace. I was like, here's the deal. If I'm like shorter or meaner, it perhaps has something more to do with that environment that I'm in than anything else, right? Oh yeah, because you do need a little bit of space and calm. And, and I tell you, when I got back from Kalahari, I did um, yoga Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yeah. Like there, it was not even in question. We both was... ran the yoga on Saturday. Oh my gosh, yeah, Kurt, Kurt, I actually yeah. saw him there yesterday and he commented on it again um our buddy Kurt from um yoga he said Saturday you really just came in here and laid on your mat and didn't even speak because that's not like me I'm a morning person I'm usually like hey everybody I'm here you know and that Saturday the day the morning after we got back from Kalahari I did not speak to anybody I just came in there laid on my mat did my yoga and then freaking left. I know. He told me, he was like, you did yoga like you were mad. And I was like, no, I was like, I just needed to get out the ick from, you know, from the week. Um, a lot of fun, all that stuff, but just that overstimulating environment, I think is hard on you. And I give it to Jayla and myself and my husband, because we were going to take the kids on Friday to Cedar Point. 
<laughs> but we made the decision that we couldn't handle it. So we ended no. up opting for still more fun. We went to Kelly's Island and it was cute and kind of calm and quaint and just, just what we needed to kind of ease into the weekend and reset our nerves. Rented some golf carts. Yeah, it was adorable. You know, just something chill. I am so glad Shay didn't say, let's go to Cedar Point Me because- too. Our kids are friends, so, you know, we wanted to have them do something together, but your girl could not handle Cedar Point. Uh, It was too much at that point. But then I came home that weekend and I had forgot that I scheduled a reading with Cindy Rieger, who was on our podcast, who talked about human Human design design. and it was an in-depth reading. And I was, I was really impressed with her knowledge. If you haven't listened to that web or to the episode, go back and check it. I forget what episode number it is. Um, but it's just a few back it's on human design and human design really encompasses your astrological chart it's like the Chinese chi system it goes into the chakras all like four different parts and it can be 100 it's episode 100 so yeah check that one out Um, but anyway so we did an in-depth reading on myself and it was really cool because I learned some things that I have recognized about myself, but it just kind of gave it more, you know, validity. One clarity. Of, yeah, more clarity. So I am a generator. That just means that I'm a person that naturally generates energy. She went into the, um, like there's these little, what do they call them? Whether you're channels, whether you're open or you're closed. And if you do your human design chart, you'll see if it's colored in, that means that channels like closed for you. If it's not colored in, it means it's open. So in my head and in my throat, they were all open channels. And she was like, so what that means is you don't necessarily have strong opinions, that you are open to new concepts and new ideas. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with like your throat, it means that you're not going to speak in one tone, that you can kind of adjust your tone towards whomever it is that you're talking to. And so when she said that, it made me laugh because I've always said that don't take me to a timeshare presentation or to, you know, a possible cult because I can probably join it. Like oh, I'm going to sure. buy it. I'm going to join that cult because yeah. I can see their point of view. And she actually commented on that too. So it was funny. Oh yeah. I think I'm the same for sure. Yeah. So it was good, but her whole, like, if you're interested in doing that, I think it's really good. We actually went an hour and a half um, because she just knows so freaking much. And then she records it all and she'll send it to you. Um, so anyways, it was good. I think it's always good to discover more about yourself. One of the things she said is my line was like a six, two, and I don't really know much about this. Whenever I did it on my own, I always was a five, two. So I thought that was interesting. How it was a little bit different, but she said the six stands for, it's the only number that has like three phases. So from zero to 30, I learned a lesson in my life from 30 to 50. I started integrating things that helped me kind of get through that lesson. And then after 50, she was like, you're going to be in your knowing so much so that people are just going to be coming to you and questioning how you do what you do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm here for that. And the two in that is hermit. And she was like, so if you find yourself not wanting to be around crowds as much, or like wanting to have your alone time, really um, embrace that because that's part of your life path as well. And I do see that now more than ever with myself, that I I don't want to go out and about as much. I want to be more home and, um, you know, self-care, that kind of thing too. Yeah. It was too. Check your house, Cindy. I'll have to do that. I know. know. There's so many things that 
we want to do. And I'm also taking a course from Jim Quick. Jayla introduced me to him on reading better. So we can yeah, talk about this. He was the speaker. Um, he was the speaker at the uh, I Can Do It mm -hmm. uh, summit or convention, whatever, down in Tampa. And I really, really liked his message. And he, his, I got his book too, and I can't wait to read it. I lent it to a friend, but uh, when I get it back, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, it's K-W-I-C-K. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about the reading course on another one, but it's been kind of eye-opening as well. Yeah. Um, when's the last time you took a reading course? Primary school, elementary school? So it was good. Yeah. And I know in um, his, there's a chapter in his book that, um, kind of breaks it down on reading 30, 30 books in 30 days. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I would love to read a book a week. I mean, I'd love to read a book in, you know, a month. It takes or just to finish one. Ever. Yeah. I've been having a hard time finishing them. And um, I will say I do finish it, but I'll like get halfway into it. And then I'll buy the audio book. <laughs> I know. And just listen to the audio. If I like it, I'm going to buy the audio book too. And that's fine too. But his biggest tip so far is taking your finger and using it as a visual cue, because he was saying a lot of the reason why we stop, don't finish a book is because we do that. Um, they were reading too slow and our brain's a supercomputer and it gets bored. So then you forget what you're reading and you have to go back and reread it. Mm -hmm. But if you take your finger and you drag it along, you're likely going to increase your reading speed just by doing that. And I will say it does absolutely work. A finger, a pen, something like that, just kind of drag it along. It, it makes your eyes um, follow. follow it quicker. Yeah. So that's his tip so far. Awesome. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. We all, we always get a question around limiting beliefs. It's a big part of our course in confidence because yeah, it is. if you are living in your limiting beliefs and you don't have awareness around them, how are you going to be confident? Right? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I was yawning. That's okay. Yes. And number one, what are your limited beliefs? That is the hardest part for a lot of people is even identifying what a limiting belief is for them. Yeah. Usually they're sub they're in your subconscious and you don't even know you have them, but they're the ones that are just running your life. Yeah. It's something a teacher said to you, um, in your first seven years of your life. It's something, you know, uh, that maybe a trauma experience that happened to you or a, a relationship with the parent. Yes. That when, develops those. Whenever you feel like icky about yourself, mm -hmm. like, um, you think, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Why shouldn't you have said that? Was it because you think they think you're dumb? Mm -hmm. You think they think you're too much? You think you, they think you're too loud? Like, why are you thinking that? Because that's your limited belief. Yeah. Whatever that belief is on why you're thinking those negative thoughts about a situation or yourself, that is the thought behind. That is that limited belief that is not true. Jayla just gave you one really good tool to help yourself identify a limiting belief for sure. So anytime you second guess yourself, you feel a little embarrassed, ask yourself what it is you're embarrassed about. And that will definitely help you start to underline what some of those limiting beliefs are. Another one that you can do quickly is all you do is write down all of your fears. It could be, I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of public speaking. I'm afraid of, you know, um, spiders, spiders, eating weird foods, whatever your, your fear is, write those down and kind of begin with that. And then look at those and go, okay, what's the underlying story that's like constantly playing in my brain that holds me back from doing things. And what fear is that aligned with? 
And then that's going to be a really good way to help you identify those limiting beliefs. And then are you really, are you really afraid of those? Right. My, my daughter, when we were at the beach was like, I'm terrified of snakes and spiders. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Right. Right. You know, right. What is the underlying fear of that? And, and you kind of rework that. And the thing is, is you start to ask yourself three questions. Once you identify the fear, because we've done this course, we've taught this course to many people and a couple people will say, well, I don't know that I have like an underlying limit. Yeah. That's just because you're not aware around it. You know, it, you're not acknowledging, you're it. not quite acknowledging it. You we all have them and it's okay. Yeah. It's and, okay to have them. And as you start to develop these awareness patterns around those limiting beliefs, they'll come up more and more throughout your life because they're deep grooves inside your brain. You'll start to go, okay, maybe I have something around money. Mm. Maybe I've got something around like feeling like I need a nine to five or feeling like I need to stay in this relationship. That's not good for me. What are why? why? Why do you feel that way? Mm-hmm. What thought is, per- what yes. thought is supporting this feeling? Yeah, that is the, the arching, underarching thing. And then you would ask yourself three questions, right? Mm-hmm. This is from Byron Katie. It's, is it true? Answer it. Do I know it to be true? Meaning that answer that. And then what if the opposite, opposite were, were true? true and you start to do what Gabby Bernstein always says, which is reach for the next best thought. Yep. The next best thought, next best thought. And that's it. And the next best thought doesn't even have to be like full joy. It can be just an inch up. Yes, that out, of that out of that emotional scale. But seriously, when you're feeling icky and you're feeling less than, and what is that thought that's supporting that? Because mm-hmm. your beliefs are what are, you know, forming your behaviors. Every um, behavior oh is related gosh. to a belief. Yes. Yeah. Belief and is related you, to a thought. And right? you can change your beliefs. Yeah based on changing the way that you think and the way that it starts is by creating more awareness. Yeah. And that is it. And once you start busting those limiting beliefs away, you just feel so good. You feel good. And you can live in your authentic truth and not question. Yeah. 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 So that is our two cents on limiting beliefs. We do a lot of work on this. If you're interested in doing more work on this, check out our course, the five ways to create extraordinary confidence. You go in our link tree on Instagram. There's a link to it right there. It's also yep. on our website under courses. Have us come speak about it. Ah, we do a fabulous job yes, speaking about this in person. So that's it. In case you didn't see that, of course you didn't because it's a podcast. <laughs> I raised my arms up and was singing like I was at a concert. So I'll like freaking you, yeah. yeah, you know. In case you were wondering, what is she sounding like a bird for? That's <laughs> what I was doing. I'm zoning in on my energy. Well, I love it. And anyways, if you have any questions you want us to go through any topics, send them our way. DM us on Instagram, probably the best way to get, get a hold of us. And uh, we'll, we'll tackle them for you. Yes. And here is a quote of the day for you guys. And it goes with what I, what we were talking about. Being different isn't a bad thing. It means you're brave enough to be yourself. Yes. You do have to have courage to be yourself, but you guess do. what? At the end of the day, the only person you're going to spend time with consistently throughout your life is yourself. Mm-hmm. So be courageous and be yourself and love yourself. Yes. Believe it and receive, receive it, it, baby. This is the Ask Yourself Why, Why Not Podcast. Podcast.